Hello and thank you for tuning in to 5-Minute Inspirations. My name is Larry Hunter. I'm your host. We're going to get right into it with the topic that I introduced on Friday. I talked about how that I played soccer in Honduras when we were missionaries there, and I didn't have a clue. I was so terrible. I was bad at soccer. And the reason, part of the reason, a part of the reason is because I didn't know how to play soccer. Another part, very important, was that I didn't understand the rules of the game of soccer. Okay, so I was at an extreme disadvantage, and my team was also for having picked me. <laughs> well, I want to say this. There are also rules that God has designed that govern this game of life that we're all in right now. There are certain rules. If we understand the rules and we abide by the rules, then life is mighty sweet for us. If we don't understand the rules that govern the game of life and or we don't abide by those rules, Life is pretty miserable for us. So what I want to do for the next number of segments here, I want to talk about God's rules that govern the game of life. All right. So let me jump right in right here. Okay. I remember before we had any children, we all of a sudden were expecting our first child. Man, that was a joyous time in the Hunter household. Me and my wife, we were hyped. And uh, I remember we had this room upstairs in our house. We fixed it up and everything. This is going to be the baby's room. I, when we were thinking, okay, what kind of colors would the baby like? I heard babies like bright colors. You know, so we're going to get the walls all painted up real nice. Then we made our way down to this place called Toys R Us. Lord Jesus, we bust up in there all dreamy-eyed thinking, man, what would be good for the baby? Let me see here. What toys should we purchase for the baby? And let me see. Sir, what is your best crib that you have in the whole place? You know, we went on and on from a desire to provide the very best environment for our newborn. You with me? <laughs> now, see, this is the thing. When God was on the point of creating us, he had the same thing in his heart. I mean, he if you follow very closely in the Bible's account of creation, Genesis chapter one, you'll see God setting everything in the place perfectly for his prized possession to be able to flourish. And then when he got everything set up just like he wanted it, that's when he created us. That's when he created man and placed him right in this beautiful environment that he had been working on. And I want to mention that in his preparation for us, he also implemented certain spiritual laws, certain laws, many of which we didn't initially know anything about. But nevertheless, they existed. See, this would be the same as let's go back to my baby's room upstairs. We got everything set up real good and there's a thermostat on the wall and I set the thermostat for 68 degrees. Now, the air conditioner is, go the air conditioner is going to work according to law to keep the baby's room comfortable. See, the law is functioning even though the baby don't have a clue. I remember when the, you know, when the baby is first born and before you give him a name, they call him baby and whatever your last name is. So our baby was Baby Hunter. <laughs> so Baby Hunter did not have a clue about the electricity, about the thermostat, about none of that, even though it was functioning to provide a very positive environment for him. So see, check this out. There are laws, there are spiritual laws that God has created and which are functioning for us, whether or not we know about them. Even, for example, in the, in, the, in the natural, the law of aerodynamics was already set up way back in the day before the first plane was built. So there was a potential right back, way back then to fly planes because God had already set the law of aerodynamics into motion. So see what's happening. You and I, we have a responsibility we have a responsibility to accept the fact that there are hidden laws, spiritual laws that exist. We got to accept that. And then we have to be willing to cooperate with them once we are made aware of them. OK, now let's tackle the question I asked initially. 
Is a law a good thing or a bad thing? Well, I'll give you the answer. A law is neither good nor bad. A law just is. Now, the effect of a law upon you is determined by whether you cooperate with it or violate it. See, it's like me asking you, is the law of electricity good or bad for you? So you can't really say, right? The thing which will determine whether it benefits or hurts you is what you do with it. Do you respect it or disrespect it? Again, the law just is. Now, I want to give you a few more characteristics about a law. A law works the same for everybody. It doesn't favor some people while excluding others. A law works the same for everybody. All right. Now, another thing I'll mention about a law. A law's potential is always on. Its potential energy is always on. It's on the on switch. Now, check this out. We have a juicer that's very loud and strong. You know, we juice vegetables and fruits and stuff like that. And quite often, I get up early in the morning. I'll go in there and I'll put all the pieces together. It's all peaceful and quiet. And and when I finally go to plug it in, I'm startled by a thunderous roar from the motor. Ugh! What happened to my quiet and tranquil start to the day? It was abruptly interrupted by the roar of the engine of the juicer. Why? It's because the switch was left on, on the juicer. So when I plugged it in, it fired right up. Now see, when I plugged the device into the outlet, the three conditions for its activation were met. The first condition, of course, is to put it together correctly. Second condition, it has to be turned on. And the third, you have to plug it in. Now, can I blame the juicer for abruptly interrupting my piece? Nope. Another question. Would the juicer do the very same thing if a two-year-old managed to climb onto the counter and plug it in? Yep. Another question. Would the juicer react in any different way if the president of the United States were to have plugged it in? (laughs) Nope. See, this leads me to the uh, final characteristic of a law, any law, that I want to mention to you. And this is this is it. I'll just have to mention it and then pick it up tomorrow, okay? This is it. The single thing that determines the activation of a law is when the conditions required for its activation are met. That's it. It's not about who you are. It's not about whether you know about the law. It's not even about whether you refuse to believe in the validity of a law. The law will go into operation when the conditions are met. Period. That's where I'm going to stop at today. I want you to tune in tomorrow because there's much more where this came from. Okay. (laughs) Glory to God. And if this if this program has been a blessing to you, then if you're listening on particularly on iTunes or through Google Play, wherever you're listening and you have if you have the opportunity on that platform, why don't you leave me a review? Leave me a positive review. I better specify that, right? Leave me a positive review and let me know that this program, these programs have been been being a blessing to you. Okay? Well, God bless you. And I'm looking forward to us getting together again on the next episode. God bless you. Peace.